Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the unbiased takes. On this episode, the guys are going window shopping for some potential NBA teams for next season. Then, the guys go ahead and try to help piece together some of the NFL's mysterious teams. So go ahead, sit back, and enjoy the show. to be back here on Friday, June 3rd, day after game one of the NBA Finals last night. The Celtics rolled back in the fourth after trailing pretty much the whole game and won the first game in Golden State. How are you doing today, sir? Good to see you. Doing good, doing good. Feeling a little bad about our NBA final. Our NBA predictions are officially done for, but uh, today, today is a good day out here in Colorado. So it's uh, it's a good time. Yeah, yeah. We're about to hit that weird gap of uh, just baseball. You know, hockey's almost yeah. in. They're about to hit their Stanley Cup. Have to get creative with the segments. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. But I did see something. We did just hit a milestone. 100 days left until Vikings football. So I saw the post today. So Big time. I, I'm very hyped. I just saw that it actually put it. And that it was another reason to smile. So cool. here we are. We're going back at just counting down, man. We're counting down the days. I'll give you another reason to smile. How about the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates swept the Dodgers? Yeah, I saw that. Out of nowhere. Pirates are feisty. I kind of, I feel I'm buying a little bit more of the direction. They're still bad, obviously, but they're a lot. I mean, it's still a lot of season left, but they are much improved from what they were the last two years when they were just by far the worst team. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that that Dodgers. I was gonna say the Dodgers got a lot of heat because, like, apparently they have they're almost have to, they're like the Steelers of the MLB. They lose to the bad teams. It's almost like their reputation, that's you know. But to be swept by, but to get swept though, that's uh by the Pirates. That's pretty. Uh, that was I was about to say that was impressive when I saw that. I was like, no, no stinking way. I'll say um, this, I, and I don't know if this is necessarily a hot take, but I'll say the Pirates officially have exited the cellar of the MLB. They're no longer going to be in the worst tier. They are, they are still bad, but they're out of the bottom feeders. They're as they're losing six, three to the D backs right now, but they're the no backs are better than the Rockies. So don't wait bad. Like, let's see. They're better than the Royal. Let me see what the record is. You should be having a higher record than the Rockies. Third in the division. They're above the Cubs and the Reds. Let's go. 22 and 27, mm. better than all Speaking kinds. Speaking of Reds, they're in a heartbreak of a mode right now. Really bad. Absolute bonfire over there. Very bad. But, yeah, they're better than the Cubs, Reds, Nats, Marlins, Phillies. Yeah, they just fired their coach today. Mariners. Yeah, that's crazy. They fired their manager that early in the year. Joe Girardi. Better than the Royals, Tigers, Orioles. That's a handful of teams. Yeah, no, that's crazy, though, that they fired their manager after two years. I'm no I mean, it, like, it, it the like expectations for that baseball team is there, you know, so I don't blame them. I will say with baseball, I do kind of want to at some point get John and Gabe on here and do a baseball one, especially because uh, I assume I think I'm correct. Like they're doing the, the uh, it's eight teams now in the playoffs, isn't it? I know their playoffs are, are in extended now. Yeah, I was going to say. So like that's 
way more late. I've been saying that about baseball for years. I never understood why so few teams made it. I was like, literally just do eight, like basketball and hockey. Yet you stand there on your throne swearing that the that the uh, NCAA shouldn't change their college football playoff. I didn't. I never said that. That's different, though. That's very different. Whatever. <laughs> college football playoff, I don't want to go too off the rails on this. At the end of the day, college football, like, the format of the playoffs is not going to fix any of the problems. Like, the problems are in other areas. Like, if you want it to actually be interesting and, like, competitive, you, you've got to change something. To me, like, it would have to just be the scholarships. Like, there should be less. And that sounds, like, maybe a little messed up to say. But, like, that's what allows Alabama and Georgia to have all the five-star recruits and, like, just have so much better rosters than everyone else. If you took Apparently away the Bama, Alabama, though, they don't have that good of a roster because they're not paying their players. You remember? Yeah, <laughs> against Saban coming out attacking okay. Jimbo. And uh, I don't know. That was a bold move by Saban to attack Jimbo Fisher yeah. and Prime. That was Jimbo, a bold move. Yeah. I, I, lo- I loved Jimbo's clapback. It was great. But it was. I watched it <laughs> in primes, both of them. Yeah. No, Jimbo, Bad decision altogether. So, say Alabama does have uh, the first, possibly the first two picks in the draft on their team. They have maybe the first quarterback and definitely the best non quarterback. But, anyways, that's a story for another day. Yeah. <laughs> please. <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, um, game one of the finals was last night. I want to hit on this briefly as kind of an intro to our first segment. Um, I have to give the Boston Celtics their flowers, man. I said they were going to lose to the Nets when we did our predictions originally. So I clearly did not believe in this team as much as I should, and they just have proved me wrong time and again. I did think they were better than Miami, but, I mean, I thought they would lose to Milwaukee too. Like, and, man, I thought they had no chance in this series, but, like, they got to feel pretty good after stealing one. That's the first team to win at Oracle uh, all year, I think, or all playoffs, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Or, no, like, I guess the Grizzlies got there once. Or, no, they didn't, I don't think. Uh, yeah, cause, yeah, no, they didn't because they lost – both their losses were in Memphis. So, yeah, that was the first road game, home game they lost. And Curry was going nuts for the Celtics to come back, like – that was impressive. I, I, so I have to start by saying that. I got to give the Celtics their flowers. I disrespected them a little bit, and they have proved me wrong. Yeah. Um, the Celtics, they, they definitely proved. So last time recorded, they were playing game seven, I think that night of, that we recorded. So uh, to, you know, I don't know if this thing is working right now. My computer's lagging like crazy. Okay. But... <laughs> but like I was trying to say, so yeah, the Celtics, they upsetted my heat at game seven, which wasn't even upset. Apparently they were favored to win. And uh, yeah, the heat fell flat, but the Celtics on their note, yeah, like. Your sounds cut off. You were rolling before that. Hang on, let me try something. Oh, are you back? Maybe. Have, yeah. have you heard this time? I, you kind of cut off in the middle of your spiel for me. I don't know if the recording picked it up or not. Um, I had, hang on, let me move. It might be, let me move to my living room. My Wi-Fi is a little better in there. 
It might be on my end. Is this any better? Can you hear me? I can hear you. I've been able to hear you. The thing was, can you hear me? Yeah, I can now. I lost, I, I lost you there for a little bit, but I got you now. All right. All right. Sorry. You may have to uh, start over your your uh, thoughts there. You, I the yeah. of it was good, but uh, we we're talking. I kind of cut off when you were talking about the heat, uh, the end of the heat series. Your sounds good. It's gone again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's all right. It happens. Oh, there you are. I got you. Oh, you're gone. It was there for a second. I don't even know if my thing even works anymore, man. I just hit the living snot out of it. I can hear it. I can hear you now. God, I have just felt like a heat rage of just sweat just starting to build up. I'm just getting so mad at this piece of shit of laptop, dude. I'm so tired of it. So, so fucking tired. Oh, my God. I'm about to lose my train of thought. All right, Celtics. Fucking Celtics and Heat. Okay. All right, well. Hard house. Got that all for it. It's good. No, nah, yeah. Good luck trying to fucking do that. No, nah, that's going to pay. That's going to pain in my ass but anyways um yeah my fucking laptop sucks guys anyways celtics heat back to the celtics celtics deserves their flowers yes and they did surprise me on my heat just putting this all in summer i don't even want to talk about the celtics anymore just warriors they were up by three quarters i thought they was over celtics came back and fought i'm done I need to change the topic. I'm so pissed off at my laptop right now. That's my train of thought on that whole subject. I'm, okay. I'm so done. You're good. It's all good. Um, the last thing I'll say on that, I, the Celtics are, one thing I do have to think, think that I slept on the importance of a little bit, they are like one of the best defensive teams I've seen like in recent memory. Like Their defense is so good. Um, and I think that's what gives them the best chance is that they are just bigger and like they're more physical. And, uh, and it's the wings, man. The fact that like most, like the Celtics are probably the more you think about it, like match up with the Warriors as well as any team, at least from the defensive side, because they, they have, as far as like perimeter defense, like it might be the best perimeter defense. They, they are the best perimeter defense in the league. One of the best I've seen like in the last couple of years. So I think I've been sleeping on how important that is. Yeah, I think they definitely brought a new meeting to defense. Uh, last time we saw probably defense like this was when Kawhi and his Raptors were out, out there hustling, you know. So we haven't seen a defensive performance like that in a couple of years. So it's pretty impressive. Definitely bringing defense back onto the spotlight. Uh, I'm pretty sure they said no defensive player of the year won won that award and the final since uh, the glove. So I think that was the stat, which is pretty, imp- pretty long, but I mean, it'd be wild if the Celtics and Marcus smart, you know, got that achievement. I don't know how much that says for Marcus smart. I think it's more of an, a team team award. Well, I was, but Yeah. I was going to say, I remember. He- I don't know when the glove got that. I don't know when the glove, you know, won the finals though. That was my, that was my thing. 
or did he at least make it to the finals? Is that what that was? So might have someone needs to check up on that, but I do know some sort of a defensive player of the year in finals is very rare. But yeah, I think I'm pretty sure I heard that like all, I think all five of their starters got defensive, uh, like, like all defense votes. Yeah, like, they got nominated. They don't made it, but like they all votes. had votes, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Have five players get all defense votes. Yeah, I think when did the Sonics win? Like the with Gary Payton? Oh no, I don't think did Gary Payton ever even win one. I no, no idea. He was on. I think he won with. He did. He was on the Heat. Um, with D Wade when they won it the first time. I did not realize he was on that team. Damn. Man, Gary Payton played for a long time. He played from 1990 to 2007. That is a long time. Yeah, that that man. <laughs> I would not. That's impressive. I actually didn't know that. No, <laughs> he played that long either. Man, that's especially like- for him. His never his name. He's known for being good at defense too. So to keep that reputation for almost, that long. Yeah, almost 20 years. Like wow. Uh, yeah, that's a hell of a career. But anyway, 20 years of a hustler. So, yeah. So, all right. Anything else you want to say about the finals as we get into this next segment? Um, Warriors, uh, it's kind of – I don't know what they're going to do, man, if you're the Warriors. I Because Jason Tatum, they, he's, he didn't do anything in the fourth quarter. I saw the stat. It was, it was like zero points for Tatum, 40 in the four, 40 points from the rest of the team. Yeah, like, Alfred was out there hooping. Yeah, they just turned on a switch. And it's like, if you're the Warriors, like, you just had the one off game, you know, that Tatum had. And now it's going to only be harder now from here on out. You you can't really bet on him to having another off game like that. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Warriors just respond. And this might be sooner. If the Celtics win another one, this might be sooner over than we think. Yeah, I don't know. I still, I still kind of think the Warriors are going to win the series just because I've seen the war. I just am so broken by the Warriors that I always just feel like they're going to win until it, until it's literally over. But I mean, yeah, that was a great start for Boston. Um, so to set up our next segment, we wanted to come up with something that ties into the finals a little bit that we thought would be fun. Um, so as I was saying, Jalen, like the last, last two years. Um, so last year, the Bucks obviously won. And for years and years before that, I mean, the whole Giannis Middleton era prior to that, they've been really good, great players, great team, but they never got it done in the playoffs, never made that run. And they finally last year break through, win the finals. Um, This year, Boston, obviously, we don't know if they're going to win, but several years now of Tatum, Brown, Smart, playoff heartbreak, never just couldn't make a deep run in the playoffs, finally break through, make it to the finals this year. We'll see if they win or not. So that the segment is going to be kind of which teams do we think we'll, we'll each say one from the East and one from the West uh, could be the next team to take that step forward and break through after having never been to the finals to break through and finally get there next season. Um, so, yeah, I guess we'll have to start in the East. And I feel like the East is much tougher because I think there are more um, teams I could see breaking through in the West, especially just, the makeup of the conference, like the East is going to be tough just because, um, I mean, Bucks, Celtics, Heat, like none of those teams are going anywhere. As far as the next team to, to break through in the East, I mean, I guess I would say Philly 
just kind of by default because I don't see anyone else besides those three that I named or Philly making it. I mean, maybe the Nets, but I don't believe in the Nets at this point. So I'll say the Sixers, I think, have the best chance to be that team that breaks through in the East. I mean, they just need Embiid to be healthy and they need, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with Harden. So I don't love their odds of getting in over those top three, but I think out of everyone else, like Toronto's not ready. Chicago, they might not even get Zach Levine. I don't believe in the Nets. Cleveland had a nice year. Atlanta, they have too many problems. Cleveland could take us a big step forward and I think be a good playoff team, but like no one, the only one I think that even has a chance to break through out of that list would be the Sixers just because of Embiid. If Maxie takes another step forward, I could see them breaking through and having a deep run. Thoughts? Um, yeah, it's just first, I just think uh, my East team would probably be, probably would be the Bulls. Um, I would say they would be a fun team to root for. Uh, a team that I would at least think to break that first, I think that first barrier that they would have to be would be, be the Eastern Conference Finals. I think it would be a long time coming for the Bulls to be at that stage. Uh, I think that would be just honestly fun to watch, just Chicago basketball in the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, but to your Phillies take, I mean, I don't disagree with it. I do think they have a chance, but I think that door is closed. I don't know. I don't know. I think that I think they're done up in Philly. Now, we've seen all Joel can do, in my opinion. Um, it, yes, you're right. You got to get the right people around them. Like, yeah, you do. But that whole James Harden situation, it's going to be a little tough to figure out this offseason. And that's my that's my first barrier for me personally. Um, and I after the play that I saw in the playoffs as well from James Harden, it's kind of it makes me stay away from the Sixers. Yeah, um, that's fair. but I like your Cleveland take. Uh, as that as a team, they're a team that I want to see in the playoffs, and I think they're a team that will break that barrier to make it into the playoffs. Um, my team to break that barrier to get into the playoffs would be the Hornets, which is also the other play-in team. But at the same time, I think it's time for Lamont. We've seen Anthony Edwards. Um, I would like to see Halliburton and Tyrese up in Indiana, but they got a long, much further path than Charlotte. So I would much rather say, let me see some LaMelo than some some Pacers, you know. <laughs> so that's how I think of it. I feel so. like, yeah, I like Charlotte. I mean, they're interesting. Like, I love LaMelo, obviously. I, I just don't know. If, like, Bridges is good, but I don't know if he's really that guy who's going to be, like, their other piece with LaMelo which is why I feel more confident in Cleveland just because I feel like Cleveland has multiple like guy like, like Darius Garland just now breaking out was an all-star like Sexton. Sexton That's the thing. We get to see Colin Sexton now a full season of them, you know, together. Um, I think he is a free agent for like a restricted free agent. They should bring him back. But I mean, Garland is Garland is better than Sexton. I think Um, Garland. I mean, they're both good. Um, Aquar is a great defender. They got, I still can, I mean, so even like what's it been two years now since the original Harden deal, like I still cannot believe that the Cavs just got Jared Allen basically for nothing, just as a throw yeah. in the 14 trade. They were just like, hey, you, we need to make the money work. You want Jared Allen? The Cavs GM is probably like, uh, hell yeah, I'll take Jared Allen now. He's Kevin Love was dancing, bro. He was like, Thank God, my knees, my knees. And they've got the leader, the old man, Kevin Love, and then Evan Mobley. He was so good as a rookie, he's obviously gonna only get better. 
Um, so I think, but but again, I will say in the NBA, it's definitely like incremental steps. Like the Cavs' next step, I think, is make the playoffs, maybe win a series. Um, I doubt I don't see them doing much more than that. But eventually, I can see them breaking through. Which is that's why it's like this is what they saying, like Boston, Milwaukee. It's not like these teams just like went straight from not making the playoffs to the finals. Like it was yeah, multiple years of getting in, and you have to have that experience, which is why I say yeah. Last thing I'll say on Philly, um, the only reason I say what would have to happen, I think, for it to happen, the only way it can happen is one, it healthy and beat, obviously, but and then if Maxi just takes another big step forward and I can see it. Like a legit superstar, borderline mm-hmm. superstar. Like he's legit. been taking good steps these last couple of seasons. Like he has been progressively taking those steps. I like his name has been progressively getting bigger. So yeah. I think he's been, he's been doing that too, and he showcased it in the playoffs. If like it would just have to get like if he can get to a point where he's like such a legit like guard and score offensive guard that like you don't even need Harden at that point then like, well, man, this, like make a run. Celtics are teaching us a different lesson about defense right now and Maxi he does bring a good level of defense. I like so. That so that's the only reason I can see. I think your Bulls take would be interesting. I just think it's gonna be tough because. I mean, I don't think like like Zach Levine is good, obviously, but I mean, he's not going to get get to another level at this point, I don't think. Same with DeRozan. Like DeRozan was insane this year, but like, there's no way he's he's already in his thirties. Like, there's no way he's ever probably going to get any better than he is, which is great. Vooch is great, but he is what he is. like. I don't know. I was about to say, do you think Vooch is the one that has to take that next step? Do you, I, I mean, we already know he's an all-star caliber player. Like, I, I don't know how much of an all-star caliber, but I mean, he was he was in the all. Like, do you think he needs to get? Do they need to get a little more out of Bukovic? Do you think? Because yeah. I know he he was a little lackluster when he went to Chicago. Yeah, I mean, I think they're all good. Like, I just don't know. If they, they are. Them, like, yeah, they have a good team. But I just don't know if they have. Who's gonna be that guy that like in a playoff series like? that can go to like, like a Giannis, a Jason Tatum level player. Like they're all good, but none of them are that level to me. I mean, DeRozan has a good history of having playoff performances, not winning the series, obviously. I think that's why, that's why I saw that head turn. You said, well, oh, I've seen some LeBron. You were already remembering all those games, this series. Like I'm, I'm remembering what? Wizards, Raptors, John Wall versus uh, DeRozan and Lowry. Those were good. And uh, what's it called? When he had to play against LeBron, when he came back to the Cavs, those were good series, but he never finished them, you know, like you said. Uh, but he had good numbers in those series, you know. And I think the cast that he has around him, Levine, and like I said, if Vukovic can get them to that playoff, I mean, they were hurt this year. I feel like also, I don't know what's going to go on. I don't know what the Lonzo situation is. Is he coming back? Was he just hurt? Um, I think, yeah, he's just hurt. The only yeah, thing but, the too is just like Zach Levine's a free agent. So like they got to get him to come back, obviously. That is the biggest key factor of that take, yes, is that Zach Levine is a free agent. So if he doesn't even come back, this take is just shot dead in the water. <laughs> but all right. Um, if I were to take another take, though, um, with a playoff team that would be in the East to break that barrier. Let's see. I got to think of other East teams. We got the Bulls that made it. I mean, it's tough to argue for the Nets when I think about it, you know, I'm going to get any easier. Yeah. It doesn't get any easier. That's why that's exactly how I think about it is, is, is that's exactly how to say it. It doesn't get easier. Um, who other teams made the playoffs? It's hard to make an argument for I don't right think there. Toronto, Toronto, 
Like, no, I don't see them taking the next. They need to land a superstar for me to say something like that. You know, is great, but like, like they have a they good, got a good crew. If they got another superstar, then yeah, Toronto would be right. Toronto would be like the perfect team. Like, if I was like a superstar, like trying to go win a championship, and like I was like on the market, Toronto. I mean, you'd have to think about it. It's a low key. It's a low key. It's a black horse spot. You know, like if it'd be like a low key superstar goes there. Would you say Rudy Gobert? Maybe no. I don't know. Someone no, someone better than that. That would not put them over the top. I. Who's their big man right now? Do they still have Valanciunas or not? Nah? He's on the Grizzlies. Um, I think they who's have their big man? Voucher. I mean, Siakam's a four. Yeah, I know that. I know Spicy P's a four, but no idea who their five is. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't see anyone else. In the I agree. No, not the Raptors. Not right now. They need a superstar, someone flashy for me to believe in. Um. So yeah, okay. So I think who did the Heat beat? The West to me, is more interesting when this conversation. Okay, let's see what you got. I think there's much, like the West, I think there's like three, couple solid options, obviously. Like, and I just feel like, like, I don't know, all those teams we're saying at the East, like, I have a tough time seeing them getting to a point where they can beat Milwaukee or Boston if they're healthy in seven. So, like, Milwaukee and Boston's rosters are not going anywhere. Like, there's – Whatever, I said the – I know we were talking about the Hornets. I just want them to make the playoffs. I wasn't saying to make a run. I just want – I want to clarify that. I was saying for them to make the playoffs. It's about damn time to make the playoffs, man. (laughs) Poor Jordan, man. He's punching – he's losing so much money on those damn Hornets. Yeah. I mean, I think they're interesting. But, yeah. So, in the West, I feel like there's a couple teams – because the Warriors, as amazing as they are, their core is older. I mean, I don't think it's a shoe-in. They'll be back in the finals next year. Phoenix has already made the run, so it can't be them or the Warriors, obviously. But to me, there's so many other options uh, for who it could be. I obviously want to say the Nuggets, but I'm going to take off my bias hats. I'm not going to say the Nuggets here. Um, so I'll say, I mean, there's multiple options Obviously, Dallas was close this year. Memphis, not Utah. Memphis, Dallas, the Nuggets, Minnesota, if you really believe. I mean, the Clippers have been right there. They've just had injuries. And honestly, a dark horse, and I know they've only been an eight seed, but a dark horse to me is the Pelicans. If Zion comes back, I know we've talked about this before, that's not who I'm going to pick. I'll say Memphis would be my – probably the best bet because they gave golden state a tougher run than Denver. I mean, once Denver gets the guys back, whatever, uh, like, man, there's good options, but the Pelicans, man, like if Zion is actually healthy, he comes into the season, he's in shape, he's healthy, the level, and he plays at the level that he did when he was out there with Ingram and McCollum. Like, like I've said, like, that's a juggernaut. Like that is like, that's a top four or five team in the West. Maybe bet like the, the ceiling on that is crazy. All right. Is it my turn? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> All right. No, you're good. I was just that was that was just me pulling a max uh a max on not max uh skip, but pulling a skip Bayless. Uh I agree. The Pelicans are a very, very they're like what if, you know, they're the NBA's Marvel's what if, you know, they're if Zion was there, what if that is the biggest what if of this playoffs, I feel like if Zion was there, how good this these this Pelican team would have been. Um, but for my fun team, I guess to move on, 
or at least for me personally, well, not putting up, I, I, like you, you took out your nuggets, so I'll take off my wolves. Uh, to make it to the finals, I would say, I feel like the popular opinion is the Mavs, but we all know I feel like the Mavs need another piece. Mm-hmm. And the Grizzlies already have their pieces, I feel like. You know, they just they just got to mature up, I feel like, and develop a little more, you know, which is, you know, come that just comes with time. So I, I feel like that given I'm very confident that, you know, within a couple of years, we'll probably will see Jaw and his Memphis Grizzlies probably maybe with a couple different people, maybe Adams is not going to be there, you know, but sadly, I mean, he deserves to be in the finals, but yeah, he probably won't be, but uh, yeah, that I, we have less than a minute. So I'm going to try and wrap up before I continue on, we're going to continue this on the next part too here. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, my last problem, I don't know how to really trying to figure out a nice way to end this on, but uh trying to think of guys that are just coming up but i would i wanted for some reason i want to say the kings but just that's just like way off brand for the for that to even come into existence yeah i don't know why it's just like my head just said hey why not the kings and it's like no like literally that's why i'm just sitting here fighting myself it's like no not the kings at all you know i almost got drafted it to them in 2k and like it was like one of the recommended teams i was like no all right so back to those shitty kings no i'm just kidding um back on top back to what we were talking about uh i would personally say a team that you mentioned a little earlier about the west would be the clippers uh i feel like it's i feel like we're also almost like the same wave with charlotte um i want to see i want to see if i can get this steve Ballmer. that's his name right Clippers owner. Yeah. Yeah. Steve Ballmer. I feel like he's in the same boat as Michael Jordan. Like it's about time that he's seen some, you know, some real, uh, how would I put it? Results. (laughs) It's about time. This man has seen some results of getting Kawhi and PG. And I think we all do too. I think we all want to see like Kawhi, Kawhi missing out another playoff, missing this playoff series. I mean, getting, doing his hurt and, you know, health got to do what you got to do. But at some point, you know, we we all want to see we want to see some success from this Clippers team, in my opinion. Um, but another team that didn't make the playoffs, and I was surprised wasn't on your list. And I think I know why I was saying Kings, because there's a king that I had to, that we had not talked about, and we cannot talk about the West without the king himself. And look, I know it's killing me to say it. But we can't dismiss LeBron. Like we, we, we can never dismiss him yet. I know you want to, but we can't dismiss LeBron and the Lakers. Well, I also wouldn't. Um, I also didn't say them because, uh, and I'll let you keep going. But they just, just won the. They just won their finals. Yeah, I, 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 I understand that was the point, of the premise, but they didn't make the playoffs this year. Yeah. So I just wanted to throw that in there. Right, um, I'm, for all of, for all of you out there, no, I did not change change sides and just all of a sudden became a Lakers fan. No, I'm still diehard Wolves, sadly, to the day. I probably will die. <laughs> probably still won't see a finals game. But Lakers, on the other hand, I, like I said, they have the team. If the coach, I don't know, they got the new coaching hire. I don't know if it's going to work with Westbrook, but we do know that AD and LeBron can work, you know? And if they can get, they got another year, they're going to be broke, broke as 
I'm trying to find a way to censor myself without even doing it, but they're going to be broke. <laughs> so it's going to be hard for them to shop too. I'm pretty sure this year, no picks. So they're pretty much running with what they got, you know, maybe even less than last year, but you know, as, as we all know, the media is going to put in above and beyond pressure on this team to make some sort of move or put on these players and GMs. So they're going to do something. And if they do end up doing something, May this be the one moment where I just have to say we had to keep our eyes on the back of our head because the Lakers are still there and we just got to keep an eye on them, you know, as much as as I hate to hate as much as I hate to see it. It's not a part of my take. I personally think like my my initial take is going to be obviously the Clippers, because I do think that it's about time we see them in another final setting at least Kawhi wise I'm a big Kawhi fan so I want to see Kawhi in another finals and I think him doing this whole health thing it's about time we get to see that pay off you know so go ahead and cash in on another finals and you can dip off for another couple of years I don't care just go ahead and just win that finals I agree with the Clippers are right I mean if Kawhi can stay healthy like they are as good as anyone in the west like they could easily win the west if he's healthy I mean I I mean, who knows? They, they, what, they still went six games against Phoenix last year without him. So yeah. if they have Kawhi, like, who knows what they can do? Because um, their role players are very solid. Um, the Lakers, I'm not discounting LeBron, but he's another year older. And, like, the West is so tough. Like, the Nuggets are going to be better because they'll be healthier. The Pelicans. Hey, 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 we're not allowed to talk about our teams, man. I was trying to stay so saying, far like, away from my Wolves. You know how easy it is okay. to rant Nuggets, on my boys? Nuggets could be in that conversation, though. If yeah. I was about to say, no, if we're including our teams, though, I mean, obviously I wouldn't. If we're including our teams, yeah, the Lakers are in trouble. But it's still LeBron. None, like, no, you're you right. Gotta, it's the LeBron factor, you know? And right now I have not seen the LeBron factor go down that much like he was still putting up numbers you know he was still doing the most he can but this time we finally seen that the crew around him was worse than ever before you know that's true yeah I mean I just feel like with the Lakers like they're kind of stuck because they mm-hmm. don't have cap space and they don't have any assets that anyone wants yeah uh, no picks older and AD has another is just AD is obviously really good when he's out there still, which is the one thing, yeah. right, that that's does dangerous. But he's never out there. He hasn't yeah. been out there in two years. Like, he's always injured. And I think it's just – and he's getting another year older again. Like, at a certain point, I just feel like that's what he is. Like, I, there's no way they're going to get, like, 70-plus games out of AD. Yeah, but it would be a very Hollywood finish, very Disney-like. La Disney, you know, coming back and kicking in to yeah. give Rock. Give these guys, this LA team, another ring. I can, I just see it in the back. I just, like I said, we just got to keep it in the back of our heads. But obviously, if we're talking about our own teams, our own teams luckily are on the on the prosper side of things right now as we speak. So, like, we have a good future to look forward to. That's a good thing to say for me, at least. Finally, to say in basketball, like now, I get like this season. It was great. I got to watch some Wolves basketball. Especially since they stole the Nuggets president, Tim Conley, who literally built yes, sir. He literally drafted He owns part of the team now. This man came over and bought part of the team. That's good. That's probably like as That's good br- he's literally invested. He's literally invested. Nah, like that was like that was a huge steal by y'all. Like I said, that dude literally like Emmanuel Moody was the only draft pick he ever like whipped on. 
a few other decisions on draft day, obviously the Mitchell Gobert trades, but they were just making those trade picks for Utah. Like, yeah. But like, other than that, he nailed his draft. So yeah, both on the come up, I'll say Memphis Clippers, probably the two biggest breaker teams. Nuggets, if everyone's healthy, are in there, obviously. And Pelicans, I still think is a dark horse. Just like the Pelicans, like like you said, it's the what if. Um, mm-hmm. But I do feel like the ceiling is like as high as anyone's. Like their ceiling is crazy if they're all. But you know. So I have a quick question. We are talking about it, like what ifs, and okay. before we close up on all this, all right. mine would be: Do you think? I have one question. Do you think we will get? a almost like a good run out of the spurs for a pop popovich send-off almost like how we saw for coach k and duke do you think the spurs will be able to do that whenever coach coach pop decides to call it quits i don't think he's going to do a whole send-off tour he's not going to announce it but i feel like we'll see it in their play that they're that the players you know recognize that it's probably almost that time you know so do you think we'll see the spurs within the next couple seasons to make a good run in the playoffs. I mean, honestly, this is going to seem like kind of a cop-out, but it just depends like how many more years pop is willing to go. If he, if All right, let's go with two. Like, We're going with two. I'm going, I, I'm going with an honest two. I feel like he's got two more, maybe one more, honestly. I feel like one or two more seasons. If it's one more, absolutely zero chance at all. Two more still feels like a long shot. I'm going to okay. say no. But if he can make it like three, four more years, then, you know, anything can happen. But the West is just too tough. Yeah. Like the Spurs, like they have Murray is nice, and they've obviously, like, drafted some good players. I do like some of their pieces, and they're still well-run and well-coached. But, like, they got to – they need more draft to hit on a few more, one or two. They need just, like, a home run in the draft. Like they do they, need a home run. They sucks that Kawhi just walked out on them like that. They do need just a home run. If they can get, like – what I don't know what pick they have in this year's draft, probably like 11th or tw- they're probably towards the end of the lottery. Um, let me see. But like, if they can just get like a steal and like another, if like they draft an all-star and like him and Murray and their other pieces that, yeah, maybe, maybe, but like, it's a long shot. So I'm going to say no at this point. I will say <laughs> got to respect. Oh, they have nine. Okay. So that's not awful. Nine. One behind the Pelicans, but yeah, no, they were there. They were competitive. Yeah, so I will say, gotta respect the hell out of Pop for sticking around for the rebuild. I thought for sure he would just like retire when Duncan and Ginobili and everyone retired and Kawhi was gone, but like, nope, he he stuck through it. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay here to like that. That is not a good roster. <laughs> it was not. No. <laughs> No, like the, the and that's the thing. Lately, the Spurs roster has not been good, but DeJounte Murray is a gym. So that's why it's like gotta ask that question. Do you think at some at some point do you think Pop can get it out of them for one more? I mean, that's what they used to do, though, is you know, they used to take pretty pretty standard role players and play make them play exempt exemplary like basketball, you know. Yeah. You know, like Ginobili is god tier, but the moment we saw him off the Spurs, he was he was was all right you know so he had that one off season where he got to play where he wanted to play i think and i don't know where i think it was charlotte or something tony parker yeah tony parker yeah that's who it was was very old at that point yeah but it was like you know it was like a feel it was like yeah i always wanted to play here i guess type i don't know what it was but he just got sent there and it was like not good (laughs) it was 
So it's like, and that's how it works in this system. So he, he'll bring the best out of them eventually, but that's a long shot, like you said, and I agree. And, you know, in today's NBA, you'd need that star talent to compete, especially and hit on that draft pick. I do want to, I like that that you brought up the Spurs. I'm glad that you mentioned that because, and we're obviously about to do our NFL thing, but I do want to uh, pitch for the future. So the draft is Thursday, June 23rd. Um, maybe, okay. So that Wednesday before uh, the 23rd, because I'm going to the Ozarks with my family. Uh, my oh. family. Yeah. Hopefully to not get killed by the cartel. Yeah, but, I was about to say. I'm going to, the, so, but like, so that day I'll be driving back to Virginia from Missouri. So okay. it's going to be like an 11-hour drive. So you need some, I'm hearing you just need some uh, someone to keep the time off. And it's the day before the draft. So I think it would be cool to do like a segment like – I know we don't both have a research a ton about all the players in this draft, but just go through like the teams kind of in the lottery, top of the draft, like what should they do, and like talk just more about like what they should be trying to look for like as they rebuild. So talk about some of the, the lower-tier teams of the league. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That'll be fun. I like to talk about some lower tier scrubs because my team's no longer a part of that for right now. And it's fun to talk about those that you're not a part of for now, you know? Chet is an, is an intriguing prospect. Huh? Chet. Chet is an intriguing prospect. Oh, I'm sorry. See, like you said, I, I, like you, I agree with you on the part where I, I'm not really that invested in the draft at the moment. So (laughs) Come, everyone, come tune in. Tune in on that day where you're driving from Missouri, Mississippi, the Ozarks type area. Then we'll, I'll be ready then. But yeah. Chet, I, I know he's that tall, lengthy kid from uh, Gonzaga. Is uh, what's his name also going over, coming out? The handlebar mustache, uh, Timmy. Yeah, but he's not like, I don't think he's going to be like the top. I think he's like, I, I mean, he might be, he might be like, I mean, he's played four, he's played all his seasons in Gonzaga, didn't he? So. Yeah. No, I mean, he'll get drafted. Sure. I'm just saying, like, no, I'm just saying, like, that's that Gonzaga crew that are both really good. Yeah. So, part of, like, Jalen Suggs. So, that's that whole team right there. Yeah. But anyways, sorry. Right. flat, just saying. <clears throat> but that's the magic. That's the magic, though. You can't blame him. You can't blame him. Um, so, yeah. All right. So, you good? Anything else you want to say on NBA, or you want to get into this last little NFL bit we're going to do here? Let's go ahead and check out this NFL bit. Yeah, so I say just kind of we don't have to have a set ending for this. Just kind of do it till this call runs out. But so I thought it would be a more of a free form topic. Last uh, time we did the pyramids, kind of talked about some of the teams we saw at the top of the league. So I just wanted to basically we're just going to take turns saying a team that we feel fits in this category, and then we can discuss them a little bit. Um, but just the teams that we are the least sure of, like, what they're going to be. Like, they could be good maybe, or they could be really bad and, like, just kind of torn on what we think they're going to be. Like, not at all. Like, I know there's a lot of teams, obviously, who both think the Bills will be really good and that Mm -hmm. the Seahawks will be very bad. (laughs) Yeah. Like, the teams that we're just really not sure about. Um, So kind of want to do a back-and-forth thing. Um, I figured I would start if that's good with you. I have yeah. a couple, a couple. So I think I want to start with a team that we've talked about a good bit on here, especially around the draft time. And that's the Saints. Um, the Saints have an intriguing team to me. And because I feel like the NFC, like the wild card race, not the top, but like the wild card hunt should be pretty o- wide open. 
I mean, I feel like they still have a pretty good roster compared to the Panthers and Falcons. So that's four easy games right there. Um, like, I still feel like they have a roster that's on par with the NFC caliber playoff teams. Um, and they added receiver, which was their biggest need. At the same time, they lost Armstead, who's a great tackle. They replaced him with a rookie, Trevor Penning. And Jameis is coming off an ACL. And Jameis is already not one of the top-tier quarterbacks when he's healthy. So, I mean, could it could also – I could see it kind of crashing and burning because of that. I personally, gun to my head, feel like they're going to be right there, playoff kind of team in the wild card hunt. But, I mean, I could see them being, like, pretty legit or I could see them kind of unraveling and being pretty bad. So, what are your thoughts on the Saints this year? So, the Saints are a weird team. You got Jameis Winston, like you said, coming back from that gruesome knee injury. Um, he's looking – but, I mean, off of it, thank you, Instagram, for giving us uh, Jameis Winston workout videos, like always, because he's looking good as new. Yeah. Um, while we go off of J- – but back to the Saints. Their defense, like we've talked about a couple times, uh, the defense is pretty solid. They lost a couple pieces this offseason, but – um they also lose armstead as well but they do get to keep the same coach so it's gonna be a lot i mean not the same coach but they got someone in-house the coordinator dennis allen to move up to head coach so it does run he's going to be running a very similar playbook they're saying almost a little bit of a copy paste type deal uh the offense is revamped like you said so yeah i do agree on that part i hope i want to see what their answer is going to be for Camara and that all his nonsense he's in a tough spot as well um but after that I would say maybe I mean it's not hard to find a running back to like produce I mean to produce like a Camara is gonna be hard to find it's gonna be those are some huge shoes to fill yeah. but to have just a running back to at least produce a decent enough with that passing game I feel like that's all they can ask is just for some like at least a 700 750 yard rusher you know they're not asking for someone crazy. Um, yeah, I, I agree. The Saints are an enigma, but at the same time, I feel like this is going to be the year we're going to probably see this Bucks sweep. This I feel like the Bucks will have their way a little bit with the Saints this time. I don't know. I man. mean, we've seen the Saints fight. The Saints have given the Bucks a a fight, but I feel like last year I've said I might have said this. I mean, not obviously we didn't record, but I might have said this last year. <laughs> You know, I feel like I said it like, oh, the Bucks are going to get the Saints, you know, and they still did it, even without Jameis Winston. So. Yeah, that's how, how, did, how in the world did Taysom Hill beat Tom Brady in a football game? But at the same time, I do think, like, there's been, they lost some good significant pieces, um, but they did get gain a couple of pieces. So I can understand your conf- – like, why you'd say they're in a mystery, but my personal confidence level in them uh, – so let's say you were talking about playoff in division, like just in their division and probably make a playoff in the NFC scenario. Um, yeah, I say they would be a name that you would probably throw around in there. That's that's what they are. You know, that's the Saints. They always are. They're one of those teams that you that you have to that they that they have this year. They're that team that they have this year that you have to recognize those names and at least consider those names to be playoff worthy. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I go back and forth on the Saints, but at the end of the day, James, I tell you what, if we were doing like a player, I'm sure we'll come up with some segments, players under the most like pressure this year, Jameis kind of has low-key a lot of pressure on him. 
Yeah. Because they didn't pay him really anything. And like, that's a good team. So like, if they get opportunity to like, they try to get Watson, like if they get opportunity to get a, to get a good quarterback, like a real, like an upgrade, they could be pretty scary. So anyways, all right. Do you have a one off the top of your head uh, team in this category? I have, I have a couple more. Um, yeah, I have a couple. A uh, team that almost fits that same boat would be the Patriots for me. Okay. Um, I think the Patriots will be an interest is a very odd team. Uh, I was thinking about it when you were talking about the Saints and the Patriots. They have Mac Jones, Bill Belichick. It's gonna be like, yeah, we got that same New England Patriot way system, you know. We're gonna go ahead and run with that. Uh but at the same time, we're seeing the Jets making some improvements. The Dolphins making some improvements. The Bills already better than you. But guess what they did? Made some improvements. And we're looking at the Patriots like, hey, what are you guys going to do? And they're like, we're going to get rid of J.C. Jackson. Um, and I've it, it's a lot of question marks right now, I feel like, in New England. And I know you're probably happy that New England's probably falling apart and everything you know probably, and i'm not saying it's a bad thing but it is confusing because it's gonna be it's interesting because it's belichick you know it's how is he going to do it for me it's how is he going to how are these patriots going to do it to keep that playoff reputation to keep boston happy and on top of that let's just talk about boston for the fact that the celtics are getting some wins right now <laughs> um if they win the, let's just say they win the finals we're going to hear this whole title town talk jabber all over again coming out of Boston. And let's let's you know they're going to be a little more they're going to be a little bit more critical on Mac Jones and Bill Belichick if they have a very if they don't even make the playoffs. And that's in my book a very possible thing to happen. Yeah. Might not even see the Patriots in the playoffs. I don't think they will be in the playoffs. I was going to say I agree with the Patriots. They were one team I thought about. They're not they weren't at the top of my list cuz at the end of the day I feel like they'll be around 500 probably but missed the playoffs like yes Belichick and yes Mac Jones should realistically be improved better in his second season and they did get like the receiving core is like the same they got Devontae Parker that's like one nice player so like Mac Jones should realistically improve but at the but like you said every team around them in the AFC especially and the three in their division got better and they got worse so at the end of the day like I don't think Belichick is enough to get them into the playoffs. I'm sure it'll keep them competitive, but like they, they have one of legitimately like you compare their roster with the rest of the AFC. They're not in the top half. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. If you think about it, we got 16 teams in the AFC, four of them, we could say almost two divisions. There's two divisions pretty much with teams that are better than them. Their whole t- almost their whole division is just better than them. The AFC North and AFC West West probably have better divisions. Oh, like yeah, all their teams right are better than them. Yeah, like, it's it's going to be a tough road ahead for the Patriots. And like you said, on top of that, the division gets harder. But that was one of my teams that I thought of. Got a next one. Yeah. No, I agree. That was a good one. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I do have a next one. And because you just said the Patriots, we'll just stay in that same division. And I'll say the Dolphins. Um, the Dolphins got better for sure, off especially on offense. Their offense should be incredibly improved. They got a legit tackle, they got Tyreek Hill. Uh, their, their weapons are out of this world. 
They Their offensive receiving core is as good as anybody's in the league, which we talked about in the pyramids. Um, Tua, I mean, I think should obviously be better with improved team. Mike McDaniel, I don't know. I have no idea how good a coach he's going to be, but he seems like a smart offensive guy. And the defense should still be solid, but probably not as good without Flores. So, like, raw, caliber of roster, like, with what they've done the last two years, I definitely could see them being right there in the mix, being a playoff team. At the same time, because of Tua and the pressure, and I don't know about Mike McDaniel, I could also very easily see it imploding. The Dolphins have a great – like, the Dolphins have a legitimately a legit roster. But as of all those teams in the AFC that went all in and made improvements, like, to try to be better, that have legit rosters – like I could easily see the, the dolphins of the team. I could definitely most easily see just like falling off a cliff and being an utter disaster. Yeah. I like the dolphins take actually. That's a really good one. They had, they had a lot, they're getting a lot of attention right now. Tyree coming over there, you know, putting, like you said, putting all that pressure on Tua and everyone knows this is Tua's. I feel like everyone does know this is Tua's like last stand, you know, like this is it. Um, but I, I feel like we're going to have to see a different defensive side of the 49ers this year because they're not going to have Flores. So we're going to see how their defense is going to do. That's a different staple that, I mean, it's got, the players are still there. It's just going to be a whole different scheme. You know, 49ers, if Mark McDaniel probably just, you know, walked over and saw a little bit of what Sala was doing when he was over there. And I don't know the cor- the current defensive coordinator. I think it's a she actually. Think she it's a she now, or I don't know. I think so. I don't know. 49ers got the defensive coordinator now. I don't know if he Josh went over there and checked that out, or Mike went out and checked that out. Oh, I'm sorry, just ruined whatever my last take was gonna my next take I, was, I was gonna with be. You before that, though, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, Mike McDaniels, very offensive minded guy. Um, but it's gonna be some questions on defense, is what I was trying to say, yeah. So I just for the like, Dolphin, it's another, I agree. It's a lot going to be on Tua, and we haven't seen we've seen some good in the bad, but now this is the year where we see we need to see a lot of good, you know, if we want to see them in the NFL. Yeah. No, all right, I like that. I think, like I said, I really have no idea. I would. You told me they make the playoffs and are like a legit team. Would not be surprised. You told mm-hmm. me they like imp- were a disaster and won like six games. Would would not really be surprised. Like I, I really have no idea what to expect from them. Uh, you got another one? Yeah, as I uh, almost spoiled a little bit, I have the Raiders as a team, and that I want, I think, are a little bit of an enigma. Only because a little bit because of what I've a little bit mentioned is Josh McDaniels coming over there. It's going to be a diff- it's going to be a little interesting. Um, they had Devontae Adams come over there, as we all know. So the offense is going to be, it's supposed to be mind blowing. Josh McDaniels. And the Patriot way is not mind-blowing when it came to play call. They're tricky. Yes, we have seen some trick plays that came out of it. But I don't know. When we're talking about bombs, like, you know, like deep threat playmaking, we have not seen that out of the Patriots. And when we saw it out of Denver, it definitely didn't see it out of Tebow. So uh, it's going to be – I'm, I'm all, as we talked about probably a, few, a while back, uh, I'm hesitant when it comes to Josh McDaniels and everything because um, of just his history as the Broncos head coach. I think, yes, everyone deserves a second chance. And I think he might be doing – this is the best situation you can fall into, I feel like, right now Better as a head coach. It's the Raiders. Obviously, Vegas is a 
busy town is a busy city in vegas man it's vegas baby but it's the fact is it's like it's he can do it i mean if he can do it the raiders have a high high ceiling but i wouldn't be surprised we've seen Derek carr fall flat and still put up numbers you know so i wouldn't be surprised if we saw you know Derek carr and his raiders still fall flat in a very tough division you know especially when we don't have those superstar names on the defensive side of the ball like i could name players me and you can name players on the offensive offensive side like that but when it comes to the defensive side all we could think about is probably like max crosby you know and, Jones. and t- yeah and Chan- oh yeah that's why they got chandler Jones. Pass rush can be there. <laughs> oh yeah the pass rush will be there but like outside i mean i can't think of anyone else on the like you know the back side you know so yeah that's my questionable team for the AFC for the is one of the teams Raiders. I, yeah, I will say I had them on my list as well. Uh, I agree with that. Like the upside is there. Like the offense could be like the offensive weapons are ridiculous. Like that offense could be so good. Um, and the defense, like, I don't know. It's just more shaky, but should still be solid. The thing to me that just is going to do the Raiders in is their offensive line is terrible outside of, uh, uh, their left tackle is pretty good. Well, I'm blanking on his name, but uh, outside of that, they're the dude from UCLA. They're they're kind of a kind of a mess. So on the line. So yeah, like I just feel like because the AFC, like they were in the NFC, I would be confident in them. But like the AFC is just so brutal, and like the O line is kind of shaky. To me, they're still probably the fourth best roster in the division. So like that's why i had them on my list yeah yeah i, yeah, I totally agree with you on that i i kind of like i want to believe i do <laughs> but i don't i just don't really trust them at the end of the day so yeah i, I just want to say notice that huge leap between now and that pyramid change after we talked it out a little bit and me reconsidering yeah the raiders have definitely had a little bit of a power switch in my opinion but they also have a high ceiling like i said like i said they have a very high ceiling it's the, that afc west division it's like it's a high buster. It's like a high buster reward over there. Yeah. You got another team in mind? Yeah. We'll, we'll knock out a few more here. We'll got a few more minutes. Um, so yeah, I want to go back over to the NFC now. Um, there are a couple in the NFC that I'm not really sure what to think about. And I'll, I'll say one. Um, I was going to maybe start with the Niners, but I feel like obviously that's just Trey Lance. So instead I'm going to say the commanders. The commanders to me, I think we may have been a little harsh on them in our, when we made our schedule predictions. I did really burn me once, man. Really kind of lost on them because like Wentz at times is good, but at other times he's so bad. But I mean, they won like what, six, seven games with Heineke last year. And say we want about Wentz. He's definitely a better quarterback than Heineke. I mean, Robert is a good coach. They have some nice pieces. They're in the NFC East, which is, probably gonna be a little tougher because the eagles but still like they can win a lot of games in the nfc i think like i could see them being a dark horse playoff team but then at the end of the day it is still washington and this still wentz i could see them just face planting and being a disaster so i'm really i really don't know what to think about the commanders the washington commanders wow 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 um so i'm gonna try and make this as quick as possible i'm gonna uh the commanders yeah like you said we glossed over them and I, I like I was trying to sit like I try to sneak in there 
Um, they burned me really bad last year. I had them as a double-digit win. We had them as a double-digit win team. And uh, they did not they did not go up to those expectations whatsoever. But to say that those players cannot go return to those expectations, like you said, yeah, it's crazy. Because, yes, we, it wouldn't be a surprise if I saw Chase Young in that defensive line just get it right back in track, you know, and the defense in the Washington Commanders all of a sudden – one of the top defensive fronts again in football. Like I would not be surprised to hear that. Um, the biggest question mark does come and land on Carson Wentz in that offensive line though. Um, they did lose Sheriff. Um, they, and Carson, they do have the run game and they got receivers. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Do, I don't know who they have at tight end. I'm pretty sure I, I want to say Jordan Reed still. No, I I can tell you who it is. It's not? They got rid of him finally? He's retired. No way. Yeah. Dude, that man. Well, is- he got hurt a lot, so I understand. He's constantly injured. Yeah. Uh, no, it's uh, Logan Thomas, who used to, who was the quarterback. That's good. Virginia okay. Tech. He was okay. He was actually solid, too, I'm pretty sure. He did actually not that bad. Yeah. I've no, heard he- that name. I've heard the name. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard the name. Okay. So, yeah. Like, there's some solid recept- receiving options there. So, I understand the question marks, but uh, if I were to say, I would say, oh man, what would my confidence be in them just in the a of NFC East perspective of things? My confidence in them, if they can make that, if they can just get that defense, I feel like my confidence lies in that defensive line still. Like if I can see that defensive line that we saw at Chase Young's rookie year, I would have a whole lot more confidence in saying the commanders have a chance of stealing the NFC East, but I had, I didn't see that last season. So it's harder for me to say that. Yeah, no, that's fair. I agree with you about being burned before. Definitely makes me cautious to put any faith in them, but yeah, that was a good analysis. Uh, all right. You got any, you got more teams on your list? Yes, I do. Actually, this I whole think, thing inspired me. See how many we can, I say, let's just see how many we can crank out in seven minutes here. Speed. All right. right. All right, speed round. My next one is going to be the Cowboys. We're going to be sticking Ooh. in the division. Yes. my they We know they lost some pieces this year, and the, the media has been turning them down and everything. Um, my thing is, for the Cowboys, is how are they going to respond to, almost like how the Patriots, are they going to respond to teams getting better around them? We talked about the commanders. They got a, we pretty much agree that they got a more – uh, pretty much more competitive quarterback out yeah. of Wentz and Heineke. We agree on that. Heineke's um, a great backup. Yes, we. I, I, I'll put my pride aside <laughs> and my and everything. I'll agree with that. Yes, like Heineke is less than Wentz. Fact. Um, <laughs> Giants, they'll probably be better than the Giants. I'm just going to cancel them out of this conversation. <laughs> Eagles, though. The Eagles, we can definitely agree, are a threat and to almost Super Bowl caliber threat. Uh, almost. Uh, Pausing, that's a yeah, pause. Oh, oh, there was an oh, almost no, I, there. Yeah, I, but we both clearly like the Eagles a lot. I, I yeah. went on the Eagles. They, they are a playoff threat. We can definitely say that. They are a playoff threat. We will definitely be seeing probably the Eagles the, in the playoffs. To win the Super Bowl, probably not. A threat to the Cowboys, absolutely. Yes, <laughs> oh, definitely threat to the Cowboys. Definitely a threat to the Cowboys. So that's my thing. And I, I think the moves that we saw this offseason was not – enough aka barely anything was made for the cowboys to make that to show me that they're going to try and keep up all right got it yeah i'm gonna i'll keep it real brief on the cowboys um 
though I kind of agree with you that I don't know exactly what to expect. At the end of the day, I still think they're going to be in the mix just because as simple as the fact of like, at the end of the day, they still have the best quarterback in the division. Hertz could take a step. Yeah. Wentz, whatever. Daniel Jones is bad. So like at the end of the day, I still feel like they had, if you have the best quarterback in a division, you're always going to have a shot. Um, so but they definitely did get worse and the teams around them got better. So yeah, I agree with you. I think they're like fringe playoff team probably at the end of the day could still see them getting in, but yeah, I'm not super confident in them. All right. You got any other last second teams? Um, I said the Niners, but I actually don't know if we want to do those because of Trey Lance. Um, Just keeping me away from Trey Lance. Smart. (laughs) Yeah. we, We talked enough about Trey Lance last time. Oh yeah. I did have one more. I forgot about them. This was one of the ones I thought of earlier. In the AFC, and one of our buddies' favorite teams, the Colts. Yep, that was on my list. That was, that was one on my they list, too. They have a great O-line. They have Matt Ryan, who in some ways is an improvement over Wentz, but in other ways, he's not. I mean, he doesn't have nearly the arm. He's older, can't move as well, but he's definitely a better decision-maker. Matt Ryan, like, yeah, they have a pretty good defense, pretty good line. They run the ball great, obviously, but I've seen them collapse before. And, man, Jalen, like, I think we talked about it a, lot, a little bit last time. They're like receiving core is near the bottom of the league compared to compared to some of the other teams around the league, especially in the AFC. Now in their division, definitely helps. But like that's still not a great receiving core for Matt Ryan. So I don't know. I feel like they could easily win the South, but I could see them underwhelming too. I mean, how much does Matt Ryan have left? I agree. That's that's literally the opinions. I think. Um... Next time we t- we come on here, we definitely need to talk about Phil Sims or Chris. Yeah, Phil Sims QB list or Chris Sims, whatever. Whoever's playing, whoever, whichever Sims it Chris is. Sims, yeah, Chris. Yeah, Chris Sims. Chris Sims is QB list where he put Matt Ryan above uh, some some quarterbacks that I think are a little bit better. Hey, interesting. Kirk Cousins. He had him above Kirk Cousins, and I was a little bit offended. Um, but I understood his, I did understand his reasoning and Matt Ryan, like you said, is a great decision maker. And I think that's what the Colts are trying to rely on him for is they just want him to get that with Carson Wentz. When the pressure came, Carson Wentz folded under that pressure, made terrible decisions. Now, if you want a good decision maker and you come into Matt Ryan, I point to the Super Bowl every time. 20 <laughs> and ask are you sure is this a good decision <laughs> are you sure? but at the same time he got to that super bowl so that's something that my guy has not done so i have to sit here and say and i have to sit here and respect that out of matt ryan and that we have seen him put up outstanding numbers so and i if i'm gonna say i'm expecting and even back in when he was the foul with the falcons last year he was getting beat up and taking all these hits, he'll have a much better O-line compared to when he had it at Atlanta. So definitely better I'm thinking we'll anyway. definitely see, I feel like, a better produced Matt Ryan. But the weapons are still going to be a question for sure. Defense is going to be a little questionable. Uh, at least probably more on the backside. We already know Darius Leonard's going to carry Line's the great. Line, Yeah, we know that that front seven's pretty lethal. We already know they're going to show up. So for me, it's going to be a little bit more. I feel like a lot, like you said, a lot of it's going to rely on the Matt Ryan. Man, that, that honestly does feel like such an accurate assessment. Like that's very on brand for the Colts for like Indianapolis Midwest. Like they're good in the trenches on both sides of the ball, but they kind of got some question marks on the back end and on the perimeter as far as weapons. Yeah. Uh, 
All right. All right. I got one more. We got less than two minutes. I'm going to go ahead and jam it down. Uh, and I had, I'm fighting between one and the other. And I'm going to go ahead and go with what are my confidence in the Lions? Okay. I know we haven't said the division rival. So I'm going to go ahead and put out my Lions. And this is, I only put out the Lions because. I always am a little optimistic for the Lions. They're like the little brother you like to root for, you know? Like, uh, if they start winning, I'm happy for them. But if they beat my team, I'm a little upset. But at the same time, I want the Lions. Like, it would be nice to see the Lions succeed. So what is your confidence level in the Lions? Mine is a little iffy, personally. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably – I think I probably overhyped them, and we probably did in our predictions because I agree with – I am the same as you in that I'm always a Lions optimist. No, the overhype is real, though. I believe that I'm not – I'm on the same level as you. Like, I believe they're definitely going to be taking a step forward. I just want to know how much is that step, and I'm trying to figure that out. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I could see it being a big step. I could also see them being the Lions. But, yeah, man, with the Lions, I just feel so bad for the fans. That's the main reason I pull for them because, like, that's got to be hell. (laughs) Yeah, it, uh, I, I can relate, but yeah, I, I, I feel bad for them. You have it bad. They have yeah, you th- that's, what, that's the thing. It's like it's the, you think you have it bad. You're not a Lions fan. You can always bitch about your team and then just think about, oh, well, at least it could be the Lions. Yeah, at least I'm not the Lions. I agree. Well, all right, man. That but was yeah, that's, quality stuff. That's... Yeah, good talking to you as always, Cole. Yeah, man, we can shoot for uh, one night next week um, yep. fans keep a lookout on that take jeopardy it's coming soon if you want we could probably do sunday as well if you want yeah i'll be down to talk on sunday thank you for listening to the cjjc show for more content check out the website or follow us on spotify or other spe- social platforms for more quote-unquote unbiased takes